The Hotnerd Bog is a subscription and advert-free podcast. Please help us keep it that way by either donating or purchasing products from our store. Or alternatively, you can give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Just follow the link in the description below. Thank you and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the hut near the bog. Since ancient times, many in Ireland believe that the veil between the physical world and the spiritual world becomes thinnest at certain points of the year or when in the presence of certain people or places. This was most certainly the case when myself and Sheila sat down with spiritual medium Joy Connolly to hear her story and the wisdom she offers. Good morning and it's lovely to be here on this lovely May morning and I'd love to ask you who you are and what you do. Hi Sheila and thanks for having me. Um, My name is Joy and I work as a medium. Excellent. And tell me, what is a medium? A medium is somebody who can communicate with those who have passed over and acts as a bridge between the spiritual and the physical world. Oh my God, that sounds really interesting, Joy. And how does it actually work? And how do you connect with them? For me, um, it's all about energy. So it works on an energy level. So it's basically spirit, the soul, um, coming down and us blending our energy together um, and me bringing through the communication of the soul. Excellent. And Joy, how did you discover you had this gift? I think for me, my earliest memory would be of when I was actually an infant, believe it or not. And... I have this memory of my mother bringing me into the room and putting me in the cot. And I can remember her leaving me and walking out of the room. And I had this um, feeling of somebody in the room with me. And I remember when I looked up, um, I could see a woman standing over me, looking down at me and smiling. And I remember having this feeling of an overwhelming of love, secure protection and a knowing of this person um, and as I grew I always felt this presence in my life um, very much so. Okay and who do you think that person was Joy? I realised then that it was actually my grandmother, my mother's mother who had died before I was even born. Okay. Yeah absolutely and then Obviously, at that point, it was just something that was there. But how did you go about developing it? Or were there other incidents that really confirmed to you that you could connect with spirit? Yeah, as a child, um, I was always very aware and had an awareness of that I was never alone um, and very sensitive. I could pick up on emotions um, 
that kind of thing as I was younger. But really the turning point for me was when I was 10, we moved homes. Um, and the first night I slept um, in my new bedroom, um, I remember having this uncomfortable feeling and I didn't feel that safe, secure, like what I used to. Um, and I remember looking at the end of my bed and seeing a figure and it was a figure of a man, but it was a man that I didn't know and I didn't feel comfortable with. And I remember um, pulling the covers up over my head and hoping that it would go away. And then when I looked again, it was gone. And the next morning, I said it uh, to my mom. She said, how did you sleep, you know, in your new room? And I was like, well, I actually seen somebody. And she was like, what do you mean you seen somebody? And I said, I seen a man at the end of the bed. And she was like, right. And she goes, well, that's funny. I had an experience also and kind of the same thing. So we all realized that we kind of felt something in this new home. And as the years went on, that's where I really started to see a lot in this home. Um, and that made me realize, okay, I can actually see spirit um, at that stage. And I could feel. Okay. And mm. was that particularly frightening, frightening for you? Yes. Okay. And how did you cope with that? For me, my way of coping with it was trying to block it out. Um, at that age, it was very much, um, it was scary to me because I was sensing and feeling these things. And also as well, um, like if I was in the house on my own, I would get very nervous because I knew when there was no one around, more things would happen to me. Um, and I didn't really tell my family to the extent of the stuff I would I would see and hear. Um, but I would be in the house on my own and the door would start um, banging or there'd be knocking on the doors. The doorbell would be ringing um, lights would turn on and off. All this type of stuff. Um, so it was quite unsettling for me. Um, but over time, I actually just got used to it. I was like, this is the norm for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and but it still must have been extremely frightening as a teenager for those things to be happening. Did you feel it was real or did you feel you were hallucinating? I always felt that it was real because I had this awareness and knowing that there's more to us than this physical world. That is was like embedded in me, something that I knew from a very, very early age. Um, so I knew I wasn't hallucinating or that type of thing. But I started to, as I got into my teens, um, I tried to push it away more. And it, it, it more kind of went in the in the back for me. Um, but as I went on then, it kind of started to come back a bit again. And that's where fear started coming into it for me okay and there's a couple of questions i have for you there do you feel if you hadn't acknowledged it and perhaps developed it do you feel that you you would have went through your life without actually developing this gift was there a certain amount of development that you had to do in order to be be able to connect with the energy of the spirit no, no, no. I am um, because I went for so many years with trying to keep it 
you know, at bay. Okay. It was always there and I, it would always pop up and I was always aware of it. But I think for me, what I started to realize is I needed to understand it. Okay. Yeah, it, it is what the main thing was for me. And how did you come to that understanding? I think for me, I started to go through a phase of where anxiety started setting um, and that really affected me because I knew there was something different about me and I always felt different um, and I always knew that there was always more to this than what we're doing in our daily lives and getting up going to work I just knew there was more to this um, and as I as I did go as I did go on, um, I started to get more anxious, and I think it was because I wasn't acknowledging it and I wasn't accepting it. I was, in a sense, denying a part of me, and I think that's where I was going wrong, and that's why the anxiety was starting to come come okay. in for me. And I often think, Joy, that anxiety is born out of sensitivity. If you feel mm. very strongly would you have that feeling absolutely i would agree with you there yeah 100 percent. okay are there other stories uh, that happened that perhaps um made you fully aware i'm not saying you weren't aware because you were aware all the time but maybe maybe even in a different country that you were in and you were able to pick up again which almost confirmed to you that this is something that I have that I have to use perhaps yes there was one situation and at this stage in my life I was where I want not got to do with it and don't talk to me about it I don't want to watch anything about it I was in that state of mind Um, and I was actually going visiting my brothers who live in New York and I remember as I was packing all of a sudden I got this overwhelming feeling come over me where I felt like something is going to happen when I'm over there, like something spiritually is going to happen when um, I I go over there. And I just couldn't shake the feeling. So I knew that where I was going to be staying, I was going to encounter something, but I, I couldn't quite put my finger on it. So as my brother picked us up from the airport and we were driving and we were getting closer to the house, I was kind of going, oh God, I hope... I hope it's not here because I have to stay here for for two weeks. Um, But as we pulled up to the house, I was like, oh, thank God. I didn't feel it here. So I was like, okay, I wonder where it's going to happen. Um, So as the few days went on, I also have a cousin who lives over there. And um, he said to me, would you like to come over and stay a few days? And I said, yeah, of course, would love to. So kind of thought nothing more of it. And... As he came and collected us and we went over, all of a sudden that feeling just washed over me like a wave. And I was like, oh God. And as we got closer to the house, then it really hit me. And I said, this is it. This is where I'm going to encounter something. So as we walked in the door straight away, I could feel it. Um, It was quite heavy. And I hadn't felt this in such a long time. Um, So when they showed us to our room, I was like, oh, oh God, no, because this is where it felt the worst. Um, And even my partner, he could even kind of sense that something was off. He just didn't feel comfortable. And he wouldn't ever feel anything or anything like that. But even he said, I feel uncomfortable in here. 
Um, so the first night we were having dinner and we were just talking and all of a sudden the television turned on and we all kind of looked at each other and kind of no one really said anything so I kind of I kind of said to myself mm, okay this is the start of it um, so reluctantly uh, got ready and went to bed and um, so that night anyway fell asleep and all of a sudden I remember just waking up um, fully alert and I could hear um, skipping coming skipping in like the sitting room coming up to my bedroom door and then I heard the bedroom door open and I just went completely tense and I heard someone walk up to the side of my bed and I remember thinking please go away please go away please go away please leave me alone and it was still there and I was too afraid to actually turn around and look at what was there so I was saying please go away please go away and then all of a sudden I just heard joy and then I heard please help me and at that stage I was still very frightened and all of a sudden then without me turning around I could see who was there and it was a little girl and she was only about maybe eight or nine um, and I, rem I can see her so clearly and she repeated again she says Joy please help me and I remember going I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I can't I can't I can't and then she just left and that whole feeling just left and I remember then waking my partner up and telling him and I couldn't go back to sleep um, and it's it, that really stayed with me um, the next day really heavy and I started to think about it I was like here's this little soul looking for help and I was too afraid to actually talk to her and help her and um, so as the days went on I ended up saying it to my cousin and that and they said well actually yeah we've seen her um, and they actually had a paranormal investigation um, happen about two weeks before we came to see um, so they were aware but never said anything but they didn't know that I had this ability um, so we left there and it weighed he heavy on me the whole trip and when I got home I kind of realised I was like okay I was like maybe there's something to this um, that if there's a soul looking for help I really should open up and help those who, who ask yeah, it's interesting, Joy. What's coming to me is, how how could you have helped her? The way I could have helped her is, I could have talked to her um, and asked her what was wrong with her, um, and I could help. I could have helped her to pass over, in a sense, um, mm -hmm. is what could have happened because she would have been earthbound, is what what we would call um, these souls that sometimes can happen. In a sense, she would have been kind of stuck. Um, and all I would have done is kind of opened up that doorway to the spirit world and asked her family to come through um, to help bring her, okay. bring her over. Okay. Okay. And it's interesting because regardless of what area you're in, fear can cripple you, can't it? Mm. And prevent you doing what you could do. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Okay. So... Moving on from there, what did that do to you or how did you feel a responsibility having reflected on that? Yeah, I did. 
I felt I turned my back um, on it and I felt I should have helped that soul pass over. So I realized that I had something and that I really should start using it. Okay. Mm. And how did you start using it or how did you start developing it further or how did you come to terms with it maybe? Yeah, so basically after that, um, that made my awareness open more and it made me start to research um, into it and being able to communicate uh, with spirit. Um, But I still had a lot of fear. But when I kind of opened that door again, I had no control and it just basically flooded in. And I was constantly bombarded um, by spirits and some not so nice. And this really took a toll on me. Um, And I remember one day I had reached my point because it was completely out of control. And I remember just falling to my knees and I was roaring crying and I just said, I can't take this anymore. I, I don't think I can do this. And it was at that point then where this beautiful energy came in um, and it was an angel and they told me that they were here for me and that I should use this ability to help others. That it, it, it is a blessing. Okay. And how have the angels helped you since? They helped me understand um, my ability more and how to control it um, and how to use it. So they made me realise that I actually had to work on myself first before I could even really delve into it um, and the whole mechanics of it. I had a lot to heal um, on a personal level. So I realised I had to work on that first before I could go any further. It's interesting. I remember Tony Humphreys, the clinical psychologist, he said that physician heal thyself, that you have to heal yourself before you can heal mm. others. Yeah. So what was that healing process like? Very hard. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was very hard. Um, it took me a long time to get there. And I I, I would go good and then I would, I would go back again. But I never, I never gave up. Um, and those times where I did feel like giving up, that's when the angels would come in um, and help me to continue to move forward. Okay. And was was there, you said that they helped you move mm. forward. So was it an evolving thing from there on, uh, Joy? Was it evolving in that once the angels came, were you on the path then? Did you come to terms with it? with healing yourself, but also knowing that this was your giftedness in life and that you were going to use it? I came to terms in knowing that I had to heal myself before I could fully work on this. But I still struggled with saying that I have this ability and that I want to help people. I I still couldn't quite get the words out of my, my mouth. Okay. In a sense, yeah, I still felt like I was resisting, okay. resisting it. So, were you? Act- did you find it hard to put yourself out there and say, "I am a medium, and this is what I do"? Yes. Okay. I did, and I struggled with that for a long time. And I remember one day distinctly. Um, I woke up normal day, 
And I remember I kept getting this um, vision of like choking and it just kept coming in and out all day. And then I remember hearing a voice saying, what would you do if if you choked? And I was thinking that's kind of weird, you know. Um, so as the night went on anyway, I uh, was watching a movie and was eating some peanuts and I remember my partner said something that made me laugh and I started to laugh but I inhaled the peanuts and I remember them getting stuck and I started to panic um, and I realised I was struggling to breathe um, and I, I really got scared at that point and my partner was panicking as well and I remember I just kind of fell down to my knees and I remember I was kind of going to pass out. And then I heard this voice say, make yourself sick, make yourself sick, sick. So I did. And as I done that, then I got sick and I was able to take a breath in. And it really knocked me. It really, really did knock me. And I remember saying afterwards, why did that happen? What was the point of that? And I remember hearing the voice saying, if you had passed at that time, would you have been happy with your life and what you were doing? And my answer to that was no. If I had passed that day, I wouldn't have been happy because I wasn't doing what I felt I was meant to do. Okay. Mm. And how did things change after that? Was there a shift in your thinking? Yeah, there was. I definitely got more positive and more motivated and I just said okay enough is enough I'm going to embrace this this is who I am um and just really go for it at that point and how did your life change then when you really went for it the main thing was I struggled with kind of taking that leap of faith and I remember the angels would always say you know trust and believe and have faith and the more you trust, um, the more things happen for you. And that was very scary, having to let go of that control and just go, okay. So I remember just saying to them, okay, if we're going to do this, I need your help. I'm, I'm going to go for it. Um, and once I did, and I actually said, I am a medium. It's who I am. And all I want to do is, is help people. Okay. Um, and doors really did start opening for me then. Excellent. And maybe you might give me an idea of, of one or two doors that opened as a result of you acknowledging who you were and what you were born to do almost. Funny enough, um, when I did surrender to it all, I started to meet people who would just start to strike up conversations um, about angels or about spirit. And I remember thinking, so that's funny. Um, and then then I would say, well, actually, you know, um, I have the ability, I'm starting to practice. Um, and they would say, oh, I would love, I would love to give it a go if, if, if you were up for it. So I started to have people like asking me for readings. So that's where it kind of started then. I started to do um, practice readings for people. Excellent. And tell me how all of that works, uh, Joy. So for me, as a medium, um, we can all work differently. We're not all the same uh, so for me it works with 
um, connecting in with the energy and bringing through the information. So when I connect in, I simply just set the intention to spirit that I want to connect in. Um, and then that's when the soul can step forward. And at that stage, then I basically bring up my energy and they bring down their energy and we meet in the middle and I ask them to blend their energy with mine. So I open my awareness um, and I open my energy and they step into my energy. And it's then where they'll communicate to me through the main clairs. So we have clairvoyance, which is clear seeing, um, clear sentience, which is clear feeling, clear audience, which is clear hearing, and clear cognizance, which is clear knowing. So they will communicate to me through all of these senses. So I'll hear, see, feel, um, smell, and sometimes often taste the information as it comes through. And they'll communicate to me through visions, images, symbols, and I'll hear things and sense things as well. Okay, so it's through all the senses. All the senses, yeah. Okay. And it's it's not like me and you talking like this. That's not how it works. It's almost like they're talking in another code and I have to decipher it and bring it through. Well, that seems like a huge, uh, huge concentration levels uh, must be used in, in that sort of situation, uh, Joy. Yeah, for me, yes. It definitely does take a lot of concentration and energy as well. And Joy, have you to really be in the moment? Is it almost like you have to park all your own baggage and go in and just be present and available? Is Yes, you do. When I'm doing a reading, uh, before a reading, that is exactly what I do. I'll um, ask spirit to remove all my own thoughts, feelings and emotions from 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 my physical body um, so then that I'm a clear vessel for spirit to bring through um, their information. So yeah, you have to surrender all of you and uh, allow you to be the vehicle for spirit. Yeah, that's, that, that's amazing. And I'm sure as a result of being able to connect and maybe um, pass on information to somebody who might be grieving or feeling unsure or whatever has been amazing for the people you've worked with absolutely it really opened my eyes to the spirit um and to us as human beings um because with this work it you have a lot of responsibility um because essentially you have somebody who is grieving um and they're opening themselves up to you and trusting you. And you're being allowed to bring true and connect with their loved one. Um, so it definitely does open your eyes up to that bond that is there as souls. Okay. Yeah. And was there ever a time, Joy, when you failed to connect with the spirit that for some reason the spirit didn't come true? I would have to say there was one time, but I always say it's never spirit's fault, ever. Spirit is always there, 24-7, ready and waiting. It's 
the vessel. So I would say, it's me. So if there ever is a problem, it's me that's the problem, not spirit. Okay. It, it just sounds amazing, but the level of responsibility, the level of concentration, the level of connectivity you have to have, and the level of being totally unselfish, I would say, as well. Just it's it, it certainly, uh, it's not, it wouldn't be for everyone. No, absolutely not. And it, you have to do this work with the utmost compassion and love and understanding and overall integrity okay. is a big thing with this work, I would say. Yeah, and it's interesting uh, to go off point for it's something that I always saw in you. Your sincerity is shines through, <laughs> which obviously means that that's why you were chosen. Okay, Joy, listening to you there, I can see why it was so important to heal yourself. It's such an area of responsibility. And I love the analogy of the empty vessel and having to almost empty yourself out to leave room for the spirits to come in. Am I getting that right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think as well, with working with my own guides and angels, I remember um, them saying to me that really as a soul, we choose to come down here and live this life. And I would often say to them in times where, when I was really struggling with my anxiety and it was really, you know, um, overcoming me um, and affecting my day-to-day living. And I was like, um, why do we have to go through these things? Why does all this stuff happen to people? And I remember them saying that life is all about learning, that if I can view life as a school and that I am the student of this. So as a soul, our main goal is to grow and evolve. And how can we grow and evolve if we don't experience the ups and downs in life? And that's what life is is really about. It's taking the good with the bad, even though I don't like to say the bad. I like to say the learning experiences. So what I do say to people is when they are going through a hard time or a difficult time, I say, what can be learnt from this situation. It's a shift that perspective and look at it from a different view. But when we're in a state of fear and anxiety or depression, we can't see beyond that. And spirit likes to shine that light in that darkness to show you that, you know, there's a different perspective here. And if we can just shift that and ask ourselves, what is it we can learn from this? It really opens up your your awareness, your consciousness. Excellent, Joy. And Joy, so am I to take it that the spirit that the angels guided you? They guided you through this whole process. Absolutely. Um so with guardian angels, we all have a guardian angel. Whether you believe or not, this beautiful being is with you. Um and before we come down, we meet this being um and this being is what they showed me is like a spark from the source from god what you want to call it 
um, and they are made from this spark of light from, from God. And it is God's gift to us as we go back down on this journey here um, in this lifetime. And this being is here to unconditionally love you. And its whole purpose is to be with you, to guide you on this journey. And as a soul in this lifetime, um, we have free will. So our guardian angel will always be there with us, comforting us, um, guiding us, giving us strength, courage, confidence. Um, but it's really up to us how we live our lives also because we have free will. Um, and this being will never judge us. It is always, always there for us. And we can turn to them at, at any time. Um, and and they're always, always there with us. Um, Excellent. That's brilliant. Uh, so, Joy, you have got the guidance. And I also hear that you are so aware of your guardian angel and mm-hmm. indeed of angels and the being the spark of light and they're always there through thick and thin mm-hmm. as it were so how have you um how have you maybe used is the incorrect word how have you allowed the angels to guide you in helping other people so with angels their energy is very subtle but yet so impactful um it's so hard to explain unless you really ex- experience it yourself um but it is very subtle and when i say i'm communicating with angels uh, same way as, as when i'm communicating with a soul it's not like like us like this it's true of feeling and um, true of vision and they speak so softly, but yet with so much conviction. Yeah, and that 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 sounds uh, very good. And tell me then, do you use angel readings or any of those mediums to help others in their hour of need, maybe? Yeah, so with the angels, I really work with them on a healing level. The angels are all about healing and helping us um to grow and to evolve. So I work with them with doing energy healing um, with the angels. So I would have people who would come to me who might be feeling, you know, suffering with anxiety or having any type of issues. And we will work as a team and, and to help bring through the divine energy that is there for all of us to access at any time um, and help to bring this in to the body and into the soul um, to help bring on healing for, for the person. Okay. And Joy, I know that you obviously um, went through the healing process yourself, mm. but have you seen these interventions make a huge difference uh, to people that you have worked with? Yeah, absolutely. Um and I like to say that it's not me that's doing the work. Um, it's spirit. And I always, always say that. I always say that it's spirit doing the work, not me. I am literally just the vessel um, for these beings. And any of us can do it. I, I truly do believe that we can. It's all about 
your awareness and being open and trusting. But when I am doing the the energy work, I simply like that open myself up and connect in with the angelic realm. And um, I ask them to bring through the the healing energy um, through my body and out through my hands. And as I am doing this work clairvoyantly, I can see this light coming through the palms of my hands and entering in to the client's body. So with the energy healing, it works on um, the chakras. So we all have chakras, which are basically spinning energy centers um, in certain parts of our bodies. And when these centers get off balance, and it can be anything due to um, any type of traumatic experience or anxiety or uh, fear, anything like that, um, they can become blocked. And what we simply do is we just work on bringing in that high vibrational energy uh, to clear any blockages within these areas so that they're all working um, together um, and are balanced, which can then help the person to unlock something with inside themselves to open that door to help them to start to heal themselves. Because it's not about me healing the person, it's about the person healing themselves. Exactly. That's And it's really just something that goes with it. Um, but it's really down to the person to be willing and open to start the healing process. Mm. That's amazing because we talk about the holistic development of the person. And when mm. you think about that spiritual dimension, which some people perhaps do, don't connect with to the extent that they could, and it might make their life more balanced. Would that be true? Absolutely. And I say that to people all the time. The amount of support that is there for you spiritually. Like I wish people could really see what they have around them because it's in abundance and it's there for everybody no matter who you are what you've done it's there unconditionally for you and I I see it as a gift a gift from spirit from God that is here for us to help us um on this journey yeah yeah I have to say the development of the holistic person has taken on a whole new meaning this morning listening to you because like the, the amount of access that we could have to the spirit mm. if we opened ourselves to that. Yeah, yeah. I, and that's it. And people think it's a hard thing to do, but really it's not. It is simply even just taking five minutes out of your day to literally just sit and bring your awareness back to yourself. Because... When do you really actually stop and actually feel and feel your physical body and bring that awareness really within? Because people are constantly looking outwards for answers and searching for things in life. And I always say to the person, what spirit always tells me is, it's within, you have to look. The answers are within and we all have the tools to help ourselves um on this journey it's amazing it's amazing 
The other question I'd love to ask you, Joy, is that obviously you said you struggled with it initially and obviously mm-hmm. at this point I can really understand why. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can see it as a huge responsibility. Do you feel you have become more confident in accessing the spirit uh, and not alone that, but even to take uh, to take clients to be able to help them? Do you feel you're more confident now than you were maybe a couple of years ago? Oh, absolutely. Um, as I've grown and developed, so has my ability. And it, it has changed and shifted um, to what I used to know it as. And I'm really starting to understand that as I'm getting older and as I'm really starting to put myself out there and do this work, um it becomes more where you really have to trust it. It's a really um, funny thing. Whereas before I used to be like, prove it to me, show me this, send me a sign. If you do this, then I really know, you know, and I can laugh and I can look back now at how early on in my journey was all about, you had to prove it to me. And and really, as I've gotten older, I realised that it's so subtle. It's something that's within it's it's an inner knowing um, and you truly have to trust and have faith and belief in it. And the more you do that, the stronger it becomes. Okay, Joy, so from what I'm hearing from you, you are now embracing this gift. Is that yeah. correct? Yes, I am. Okay. And so tell me, what wisdom have you gained yourself from being involved in this area of work and then I might ask you about the overall wisdom but just what wisdom have you gained personally from being involved in this work um it has made me realize that I can truly say hand on my heart for for me um that there is more than just this in 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 the physical world um that we're only here for a fleeting moment. It really is, in the grand scheme of things, spiritually, it's a fleeting moment. And we're going to go back home to where we came from. And it is a place of love um, and understanding and definitely a place of growth, um, I would say. Excellent. And then the wisdom that we can get from all of the spiritual aspect and uh, that we usually ask this question at the end of all the podcasts, like what wisdom can we gain from this? So from the spiritual world and all, what wisdom do you think we can gain? I would say that there definitely is life after death Um, and that our souls can't be destroyed. Our physical body is what dies, which is what I view as our vehicle. This is our vehicle we chose for this life. Um, and it's that that passes and, and dies, not our soul. Our soul continues to live on. And I definitely think we shouldn't fear death. Death is a part of life. And I think the more we grow to understand it and take away the stigma and the fear of death, 
I think it would make things a bit easier and spiritually understanding. Um, But I did hear this quote from another medium and I would just like to share it. It, It's not mine, but um, it really sat with me when I heard it. And it was, we labour to come into this world, but we also labour to leave it. And in both situations, we are met by family and love. Mm, That's beautiful. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So really you're saying that the spirit is there forever it it's it's we're connected to spirit and that we it. are that bond can never be broken that you have with your loved one it's it's always there and if anything it grows stronger when we do have a loved one pass okay mm. that's excellent i have to say it has been a fascinating conversation i've learned so much i think even there was a certain level of uh, personal growth for me this morning listening to what you do and how you do it and how the spiritual world is so much part of us and that in many ways if we deny it that there's part of us missing Mm -hmm. and I really compliment you on the work you're doing I think it's certainly not an easy journey Mm -hmm. no you could find easier ways you could (laughs) however I think you're doing a great job and I would really um really believe that uh, by doing what you do, that you're bringing comfort and healing to so many people. And that has to be a rewarding joy. And Absolutely. And I think that's the main thing. Um, I never claim to know everything about it. I am still learning myself. We will never know all the answers. Um, but it, I definitely just want to help people. That's That's all. And if I can, if I can do that or just make a difference with some one person, it's it's all worth it. Thank you so much for coming on the Hutnerd's Bog. It has been a real pleasure having you, Joy. Thanks so much, Sheila. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. Hi, folks. We really hope you enjoyed that episode. Check out Joy's services by following the link in the description, and please do consider supporting us by following the other links in the description, where you can donate or purchase some of the merchandise from our store. See you next time. Bye.